<laughs> there we go. I have a cigarette. It's about religion. I'm ready to go. What? I said, I lit a cigarette. We're talking about religion. I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. Good evening, everyone. This is Amanda Delianu with The Sacred and the Profane. And once again, we have a very special guest from Wayward Witch Radio, Dakota Moon. Say hello. Oh. <laughs> Hi. God, I wish I was. Same. But I quit drinking now, so I mean, it's... It's fine, it's fine. I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, today we are going to talk about the two Marys. The Virgin Mary... And Hamburger Marys. (laughs) And Mary Magdalene. (laughs) The misrepresentations and the correlations with other goddesses or goddess figures in other religions. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amanda, this is your show. This is your show. Why did you have the awkward silence? <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm awkward. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But, um, okay. We'll start off with the Virgin Mary. So what we know of the Virgin Mary in the King James Version Bible that we've all read, most of us. <laughs> I was say, well, <laughs> most of us. The traditional view of Mary is of the perpetual virgin. And what that means is not only was she a virgin when she gave birth to Christ, but she stayed a virgin. Uh, I do not believe that. I believe she was a virgin when she gave birth to Christ. I do not believe she was a perpetual virgin, however, because it speaks. The Gospels speak of brothers and sisters of Jesus. So... Correct. There had to be something going on after his birth. Can I tell you my heathen version, my heathen conspiracy theory on all that? Absolutely. That's what you're here for. I believe that she. I'm trying to say this without. Because I don't like to disrespect religion, so I can't say that with a straight face. I think she was screwing around on her husband, and then the only way for her not to get like stoned because her husband loved her so much was to say it was immaculate. Okay. Um, kind of like how Abraham asked his wife, who was so gorgeous, once they moved to a new town, "Hey, I don't want the men to kill me so they can have their chance with you. Can you pretend to be my sister?" And so she did. And then she said, if I'm going to pretend to be your sister, I'm going to act like it. And then she had fun. I think it's all... I I think there's an ulterior motive behind it. Like, I feel like Mary was a good woman. But, like, male, female, whatever, who, you know, all of us, we have our urges. She was of age. She was getting of age. And I think perhaps, you know, because her husband was very, very by the book and 
I think maybe she met somebody who was willing to help her just, you know, explore that urge. And then, you know, contraception back then wasn't invented. Um, so, boops, she's pregnant. And uh, the only way to get out of that is Joseph, husband, I am with child. But Mary, we've never landed together. It's God's. Oh. Okay. <coughs> that's uh, that's not really the way it went, but okay. <coughs> I mean, either way, though, it's like... Yeah. How can you just wake up pregnant one day? Like, I believe in, like, hell, you know all the stuff I believe in. And to anybody else, that's going to sound legit psycho. But even my people are like, how the hell you wake up pregnant? Wouldn't you at least feel the aftermath and be a little sore the next morning? All the Bible thumpers are like, I don't like this show no more. (laughs) Okay, the traditional version of that is, is, traditionally Mary was 14. Ew. Yeah. Gross. Um, Joseph was much older. And she showed up pregnant before they were married. They were engaged, but they were not married yet. Mm. And he decided, at first he decided because he was a kind man, because he didn't believe her. Right. And, And the law said to, you know, Stoner. Well, he wasn't going to have that because he was a good, decent man. So he I wouldn't have shared my weed with her anyways. <laughs> so he was going to do what is called put her away quietly, which is just send her off somewhere to have the baby. And Oh my God, yeah. is that where that came from? All these like hardcore Christian parents who have a daughter who's not married and has a child out of wetlock, they send her away? Yes. Ew. Um, so he had decided to do that until an angel came to him in a dream and said, no, she's correct. This is the son of God. You must protect her and the child. And then he decided to go ahead with the marriage. Uh-huh. See, I'm not going to ever, ever, ever say that I know the Bible hundred percent because like I told you, I skimmed, <laughs> um, so like I guess I kind of just get the gist of it. Like she was pregnant, he was like a little confused naturally, and then because I mean anybody would be. I almost lit a, I almost lit my cigarette, but I didn't put it in my mouth first, and it wasn't even in my hand. I was oh oh. If you ever want to, I act so stupid. So if anybody ever says, "Why do you have him on your podcast?" It's make a wish. It's make a wish. <laughs> Yes, this is the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, I'm Mary Magdalene. Did you know that some witches work with her as a divine feminine energy? That doesn't shock me. But, and that's where it t- and I hate, I, I don't hate, but, you know, I'm sure people get tired of hearing about it. That's where it ties in for me. And my conspiracy theory that Mary Magdalene was just Lilith in a different form because she also represents feminine power, uh, freedom, you know, free will and all that stuff. And I'm just like, it's Lilith. Hi. 
I mean, well, it sucks that, you know, Mary and Joseph, like, they couldn't even find, like, a day's in or nothing. No, they couldn't. Not even a Motel 6. Like, that's stupid. Like, what part of town were you living in? There wasn't even a Motel 6. <laughs> they didn't have them back then, darling. In the middle of the desert. Well, that's their fault for living in the middle of the desert. What's those one little um, little teddy bear people from uh, Star Wars that lived in the desert? Ewoks. Yeah. They don't live in the desert. They live in the forest. Oh. What's the ones that live in the desert? Little oh, ugly ones. The little thieves. I don't know. We're talking about religion. I'm not. I should stop bringing Star Wars into this. <laughs> but we're let let's stay on the topic of Virgin Mary first. Judas, I am your or Jesus, I am your father. Judas, no. Lord, can't wait to talk about Judas. <laughs> we probably will one day. Uh, actually I'm very excited about that because they're I'm not going to get into it right now let's just say there's a medieval theory that I um, hold to about Judas but we'll we'll get to that on another podcast yeah. yes Mary the Virgin the Virgin birth I believe in I do not believe in Mary the Perpetual Virgin um for the simple fact that I can believe, my faith can believe, can help me believe that there was a virgin birth. But my faith cannot help me believe that a man and woman lived together for all those years and didn't get it on. Unless the man was on a different team. Yes. But that's not here nor there. <laughs> I'm not insinuating that Joseph was gay. That's kind of out there, you know. Now, Jesus, on the other hand, I believe, was a bisexual man. Oh, Lord. I do. Like, I mean, it's... Uh, come on. <laughs> Gotta love everybody, right? Anyways. Um, Mary is looked at as the perpetual virgin. Very meek, very mild. The handmaiden to the Lord. I think that Somewhere in there, they forget how strong she was. Oh yeah, wasn't she? Didn't she do like all the really hard work around the house? <laughs> like, wasn't she like? She was like besides, the man of the house. Uh, besides that, I mean, for a fourteen-year-old girl, she accepted that not only was she going to give birth to the savior of the world, but that he was going to die. She knew that he was going to die. Yeah, wasn't she at his crucifixion? I'd hope so. I mean, it'd be kind of yes. wrong to miss your own kid's crucifixion. Yes, he. Yes, she was at the crucifixion. Um, there are many works of art showing her holding his body when they take it down from the cross. That's sad. Uh, yeah, um, but the strength of Mary is is something that I think is not tapped into as it should be. We're just taught to look at her as a means to an end. Mm -hmm. You know, there had to be a woman to give birth, so she's just a means to an end. When she, how come God her, didn't ask? How come God didn't ask first? 
Like, isn't that, like, not consent? God can do what God wants to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a bold statement, but okay. Um, but I, I think that to tap into that strength, that's why I venerate her. I am I, not a Catholic, but I do venerate Mary. I venerate both Marys. I like Mary Magdalene. I think she'd have been a cool chick. I would. I would see if I was if I lived back then. I would. I would love to have her have my back in a bar fight. Oh yeah. I feel like she would have been one to like really go at it, especially the big ones. Like she would crush them with her thighs. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, okay, that's that's the Virgin Mary part. Now we'll get to Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene is seen as a whore. A whore. A prostitute. When there is no evidence in the Bible that she was such. Um, It was sometime, I forget what year, I want to say the 1300s. I may have been wrong. It may have been the 600s. For some reason, those two numbers pop up in my head. But there was a pope that decided she was going to be projected as a whore. And isn't that just not a way for the church to really kind of control women even more? Absolutely. Which is Um, so stupid. It's like, why could you not let women be equal with men? Like, what what is the harm of that? Well, see, the early church, when women were equal with men, uh, a lot of Jesus's followers, a lot of his benefactors, a lot of the people that were keeping him up, were women. I bet. Ha ha! <laughs> you invited me here. I know it. <laughs> you asked the devil to sit down for dinner, and here he is. <sighs> <sighs> So Mary Magdalene was painted as a whore. But in reality, Mary Magdalene was a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. She was a rich woman. It wasn't she like one of Jesus's like biggest supporters? Absolutely. And she was, I believe, the 13th apostle. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for everything in the New Testament. There's a reason for everything in Jesus's life, the way it happened. There's a reason he his mother was pregnant before she got married. There's a reason why the first person to see him once he was risen was a woman. Because is that believe, not said like symbolic for birth? So it kind of makes sense to have a woman be there. Yes, but also I think that it. I believe, as do many others, that Jesus is the new covenant. The old we no longer live under the old law. The old law was against women, basically, was for punishing women as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that two of the most important figures in Christ's life being women, there was a reason for that. 
Yeah. That's to overturn the old law. Do you ever think that back then the men were actually so intimidated by women because of what they could do? Like, they can create life. Like, that's pretty big. Like, literally, you can, a woman can, like, give birth and create life inside their body. Like, that's pretty, I don't know. To me, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Like, I can consume it. I just can't put it back out there. Think about it. Think about it. I don't want to think about it. (laughs) You're thinking about it. I'm going to get banned from the show. I'm going to get on that no, do not call back list. (laughs) I believe the Magdalene was the 13th apostle. I believe that the Catholic Church is hiding something in its vaults. I do believe there are missing gospels. I do believe that I don't believe that she was his wife. And the reason I don't believe that is because let's take religion and faith out of it and look at Christ as a character study. Like a, like you're doing for college. So you're doing it for an English lit class. So we have some serious childhood trauma one. Yes. But Daddy also issues, abandonment. Sorry. May I speak? <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay. (laughs) Um, Christ knew from age 12 what he was here, put here to do. I don't believe that he would have involved a family of his own knowing that he was going to die and knowing that they would have been hunted. That being said, if I get to heaven and I'm told that I was wrong, it's not going to shake my faith. Right. Because that's not the important part, whether he was married to her or not. And I think that, to me personally, saying that they were married is just another way of saying that, well, women have to be subservient to men in order to be important to them. Why can't she just be a disciple? Why does she have to? Why do we have to bring sex into it? Um, it says in in the New Testament that it says in Revelations that in the later days, in the latter days, the truth will be revealed. And if you look at the Nag Hammadi scrolls, you have Gospels of Mary Magdalene, you have Gospels of Saint Thomas and Saint Philip that talk about her being so much more important than any of the other disciples. So I believe that now we are living in the latter days and the truth is being finally revealed. There, There's definitely something going on. Um... The Abrahamic religions have always been very male-based, where the pagan religions, uh, from my understanding, have always been more female-based. Um, 
Yeah, yes and no. Um, because the stereotype of the witch is that a witch is always female, and it's, it's that's not true. Um, no, you're a witch. It was mainly there were more females accused of witchcraft in Salem than there were men, but there were men accused of witchcraft. Hell, there was even a dog that was accused of witchcraft. Yeah. And that's where the whole idea that women were using their feminine powers, they were desecrating their bodies and whatever. Um, And a lot of witches were just, you know, a lot of people that were accused of witches were herbalists, midwives, you know, the women that were in charge of delivering your babies were accused yes. of witchcraft. Um, but it, it's, we hold females very sacred, but we also hold the male aspect very sacred. However, there is a huge, just like in Christianity and any other religion, there's a, no women are more important and then there's no men or there's even feminism and sexism within witches and so it's which is stupid there's even a race war in witches you know black witches are more powerful than you have the conservative white witches who are like no our magic's more powerful and i'm just over here like do you guys not realize that magic doesn't have a color or a gender oh lord there was somebody on tiktok a, a, a black girl that commented on a witchcraft video saying oh white people don't have magic like us black people i said you are so ignorant (laughs) well that's like when when it said that white people have no culture that's bullshit we do have a culture look at the vikings look at uh the ancient slavs look at any of that do you know that they're now saying that all the vikings were racist because they had braids in their hair Oh, for God's sakes. Yep, even the Vikings took that from them. And I'm like, uh, no. Like, not at all. No, ma'am. I think everybody just wants something to be mad about. Yeah. And I blame quarantine for that. I really do. Because all anybody has time to do right now is sit and think. And think. And think. And then you overthink. And then you get mad. And then, okay, well, I don't want to be mad at myself. Or I don't want to be, I just don't want to be mad. I need to be mad at somebody. And then you point fingers and then there you go. Now you got to fight. Yep. Just like with people when it comes to the Virgin Mary and Mary Magdalene. Or, yeah, Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was a whore. No, she was not. There is proof saying no. Where? Show me the proof that it was. Show me the proof that she was. You can't. Show me a ledger at, a, at the local brothel where she was a frequent customer. You can't. You, exactly. found a, you found a woman that was a free will. She had confidence and she didn't let anyone, male or female, dictate what she was going to do and how she was going to think. And men were scared of that. Exactly. And women who were submissive to their husbands couldn't form an opinion of their own, so they took on the opinions of their husbands. Exactly. Next on the view. <laughs> but the Magdalene, I believe, I believe that she was meant to carry on the church. And I believe she did carry on the church. Um, there is, an, there is an ancient legend that says she was carried to France 
and that's where the Cathars were. I don't know if you know anything about the Cathars. I don't. Oh, you should look them up. But the Cathars and the Gnostics, I believe, stem from the Magdalene. You know, speaking of the Vatican, you know my great aunt that I was talking about? You know, she attempted to break into the Vatican. She didn't attempt. She had plans. They were going to break into the Vatican. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she was also stupid, apparently. <laughs> but wouldn't it be something to get in there? Oh, I'd love to get in there. I love imagine to being a fly on that wall? Oh, yes. But the early church, what I'm getting at here is the early church, they met in caves. They met in houses. They met wherever they could meet. Because the church was not considered a building. The church was considered the people. Mm -hmm. And they gathered together. And there was no set minister. It was basically... Like I tell my people, my I tell people my church was me, Mama, Aunt Susie, and Granny sitting around the kitchen table talking about God and Christ. Yeah, wherever you a church, just like a coven, is wherever you and like-minded people meet to speak your gospel. And that's the way it was at first. And women were equal in that. Women would be able to perform ceremonies like marriages mm -hmm. in the ancient church. It wasn't until the Romans got a hold of it that they... You sound, you sound a little salty towards the Romans. No, I'm always very salty towards the Romans. Only uh, they had good for them was them Spartan men. Oof. Spartans were Greeks. Not <sighs> Romans. I'm having an off day leave me alone <laughs> but as an aside the one one of the many reasons i hate romans is because they stole everything they were just thieves they stole they stole the greek gods and gave them different names they stole the greek stories and gave them different names all your roman listeners are like hey <laughs> well it's the truth they just they it really just is thieves they just plagiarized from the greeks the Romans did to the Greeks what the white men did to the Native Americans. Yes. And I will be happy to argue that with anybody. But, uh... I'm not very good at this. But... <laughs> I think you're doing fine. I mean, it's no different on my podcast. We're just a little bit more filthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the Magdalene was special. And it's and like I said, the revelations say that the truth will be revealed in the end days. And I believe that something is coming. I believe that women are going to be set free yeah. of their bonds. I think that uh, when Christ comes, and I do believe that Christ will come again. I do believe he's going to come out of the sky. I know that sounds weird, but I do believe it. And that every eye shall trees. see him. Huh? Nothing, I said I talk to trees. Nothing sounds weird to me. <laughs> but I do believe he is going to ascend, descend from the sky. I do believe that every eye shall see him. 
And I do believe that a lot of people that go to church are going to be very, very shocked. He's going to come down. He's going to be like, guys, what the hell? (laughs) I didn't say none of that. Pretty much. I said I hated figs. (laughs) And this time he's going to come with a sword. And... He's not. He's, basically, he's gonna kick ass and not take any names. <laughs> Sky Daddy's gonna get mad. Well, it's the truth because he gave us the gospel. He gave us the truth. He gave us the word. He gave us the way, and we have bastardized it. We have killed in his name. We have chained women physically and metaphorically for thousands of years. Oh, you want to hear another piece of shit that humanity and man is doing? Have you heard recently all of the Native American children's bodies that have been discovered under schools? What? Yeah, you can Google this. They have, um, there are unaccounted for it. So far, they still have over 200 schools they have to search, but so far they have recovered almost, almost, a little over 1,500 unaccounted for, unnamed, unmarked, graved bodies of Native American children. Oh, my God. Yep. And they are trying to figure out a motive as to why the hell they did it. Um, but you're putting it, My big thing is this seems like this is way bigger than what they're making out to be. These are under specifically schools. Nowhere else but under schools. Yeah. And that to me, that's like, okay, something is something deeper is going on here. When Christ comes back and he sees that, he's gonna be like, Whoa, hey, um can I talk to you? <laughs> yeah, he gets very mad when you hurt his children. That's the one thing I do I don't see I don't follow. Christ, but the one thing I admire about the man is that he protects the children no matter what. Suffer the little children to come unto me. Always allow the children to come unto him. Um, and you know, it took, not to interrupt you, but it took me forever to understand, because I, I was like, why did they word it that way? Suffer the children to come unto me. It's because of how it was. the languages were translated. Yeah. Because I was always like, that's a little grotesque, and then I was like, oh, wait. And then I was like, it's just because how translation, you know, words get lost in translation. Um, Then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But, um, I believe that we were led to this land. And I don't mean just white man, I mean the Christian man was led to this land. As a Christian, I believe we were led to this land because Indians lived more of a Christ-like life than Europeans ever did. They didn't believe in owning land. Men and women were pretty much equal. They loved homosexuals. They loved everybody. They loved nature. Uh, They weren't vegans by any means. They would kill animals, but every part of the animal was used. Exactly. Nobody went hungry. Nobody went cold. The old was taken care of as well as the young. 
I mean, how when the white man came here, the first thing the Native Americans did was say, "Hey, y'all want to come? Y'all want to come have dinner?" Exactly. And then you guys were like, "Yeah, you know, white." We were all like, "Yeah, sure, let's have dinner." Wink, wink. Um, and then you slaughtered them at the kitchen table. Really, and their kids. You raped their women. Give them blanks, full, blankets full of syphilis and chicken pox, smallpox. It's like it's white men. I'm sorry, but for the United States, the white men were just a plague to this land. Yes, and that's why. I mean, and then people are like, I had somebody yesterday. A friend of mine was talking to me. They're like, you know, I noticed something. You don't hardly see any Native Americans anymore. And I'm like, you, you think? Ask yourself why. One, they are mourning right now because all of their children are being uncovered underneath schools. I said, and two, they stay on reservations because they can't go out into what is now white man territory without being gawked at and facing some kind of discrimination. Exactly. Hell, even when I was a child in elementary school, we had a Native American man come to our class and speak to us to talk about his culture and his people. This dumbass little four-eyed looking freak sitting next to me, man. Ooh, I gotta punch that kid. Ooh. He said, he raised his hand, and the, 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 sir, the guy went, uh, yeah, and he went, did you come here on a horse or in your car? Oh my god. And I just turned and looked at him, and I, I don't remember his name, so for this, he's gonna be named Billy. I always went, and then i got sent out to the hallway because i used the f word oh lord the native american guy did pat my back when he left for the day though so he appreciated that well good i did i said shut the fuck up (laughs) but uh, getting getting back getting back here sorry smoker's cough yeah, me too. Um, Sojourner Truth of the Underground Railroad fame. This was back in the 1860s, 1870s, around the Civil War. He was an African American. She was at a conference for for rights for women. And some white dude had the audacity to ask her, you know, you believe in God, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and God is a man. And Sojourner Truth came up with this this quote, and I'm paraphrasing here because I can't remember it exactly. But it was something to the effects of Christ is our savior. Christ was born of God and woman. Man had nothing to do with it. Exactly. If it wasn't for a woman, y'all wouldn't have the Savior. Exactly. So I think there was there was a reason for that. Um, and I'm I'm looking forward to what is going to come out about the Magdalene. I really am. Yeah. Hopefully, she can be um... redeemed. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to say that word because it kind of implies that she did do wrong. Yeah. But I hope that the 
misconstrued vision of her can be laid to rest. Yes, finally. Ooh, that was a very nice and very put-together sentence. Good for me. Yes, gold star for you, Dakota. I'm a good noodle. God, I'm so fucking... I'm not, this, I'm not this stupid in real life. I don't know why. When I, get, when I start entertaining and I go out and I, and I do this kind of stuff, for some reason, my IQ just drops. <laughs> like, I could be Stephen Hawking walking in, and then by the time I sit down and they hit that record button, I'm like... You know what? I'm going to end that right there because I don't want to... Um, I can't say nothing without offending <laughs> people, so... Oh, Lord. Not trying to but get I, your show canceled. Shit. But uh, there are many strong women in the Bible that have been kind of swept under the rug. Deborah was a judge. Esther was a queen. Um, you have Martha and Miriam, which were Lazarus which were also followers of Christ. Um, the women who followed Christ followed him out of blind faith. They took him at his word. They weren't like the doubting Thomas, which the reason the, we, the reason we have the term doubting Thomas is because there was a disciple named Thomas, and when Christ was risen, he doubted it. So Christ had him put his hands in his wounds. To prove to him that it was indeed him. Man needs proof where women can have can follow by faith. That's why I love the saying, uh, seeing is not always believing. And believing is not always seeing. Exactly. Sometimes just believing in something is enough. But make sure what you're believing in isn't going to hurt you later on down the road. Yeah. Like I know certain people who believe women are and always will be below men and people can argue, well, they're from a different generation. You know, that's just how they're the product of their generation. Okay. But at some point you get to have the best thing you can do as an individual human is have your own opinions and they just, a lot of them just didn't seem to understand that they could do that. Yeah. So they kept believing that Mary Magdalene was a whore and that Judas was a betrayer and that, you know, A, B, and C. When, if you read and you dive into it, because any religion has a rabbit hole. And if you follow yeah. down that rabbit hole and you read up enough, you can start to develop your own opinions. And I think everybody should at least do that. I think that's what we're meant to do. I think that there was a time for the old covenant. It is now gone. The old law is now gone. Jesus was the culmination of the old covenant and the beginning of the new. I believe there was a time for the Catholic Church to bring in pagans because a lot of a lot of our holidays, a lot of Christian holidays are pagan holidays when we've just renamed them. Mm-hmm. The Catholic Church did that on purpose to lure pagans in easier. Um, uh, the Catholics did it more at sword point. Yeah. Well, I did it both. 
but let's yeah, say you had some who were like, "Hey, let's just uh, let me talk to you about Christmas," and then you had other ones who were like, "Bitch, the tree's mine." Yeah, pretty much. Because like Christmas is Yule, Easter is Astara, mm-hmm. um, Valentine's Day is Lupercalia, and you know, Halloween is Samhain, uh, Thanksgiving is Mabin. The spring equinox is, you know, I mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Let's touch on Judas because you mentioned him and I, rather than doing a whole thing on Judas, let's just talk about him now. Um, There's a lot that can be talked about. (laughs) Judas, the great betrayer. Should we hate Judas? No, I don't believe we should hate Judas because there had to be a Judas. Yeah. He was a part in a bigger picture. And there is a medieval belief that Judas's soul was already gone and he was overtaken by a demon. Hmm. And it was a demon that betrayed Christ, not Judas himself. Huh. I never I never heard that, but that's I I cannot say that, that is an unlikely scenario. Um, this is also the same time period where they thought that hell was cold because the further, um, like in, in Dante's Inferno, the further you get down in hell, the icier it gets because you're away from the light of God. That's why I never understood why it was so predetermined that hell had to be hot. Exactly. And, and there are a lot of, uh, you know, I've studied art history. Of course I have. I've taken 12 art classes. Um, and there was a period of time where the devil was depicted as blue. And that's why. Because he's so far from the light of God that he's turned blue with cold. I'm sorry, you said that. And you want to know the first thing that came to my mind? I'm Mr. White, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Snow. <laughs> wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but there had to be a Judas. There had to be a Mary. There had to be a Magdalene. There was a reason for each and every one of them. They had a purpose. So we cannot hate Judas. No, we can't. We have to forgive Judas as Jesus would have, as Jesus had. I would say, I'm not entirely like, and I, I, n- I probably never will be 100% accurate or familiar with how things went in the Bible, but at the Last Supper, he pretty much, in a very subtle way, looked at Judas and said, I know it was you, and I forgive you. Yeah. And but Judas, Judas couldn't live with what he'd done, so he hung himself afterwards. Yeah. Which, your demon theory kind of ties into that, because once, I mean, at that point, would Judas's body not just be a vessel, and once the demon is done with the vessel, you can't just let him, you know, drop him somewhere. You got to make it look like he did something to himself. Yeah. That's spooky. 
I believe there was a reason for, I believe God knew the rebellion was coming. I believe that he intended for there, for there to be a Lucifer. I think he intended for there to be a hell. Yeah. I think if you look at it just from a physics point of view, it, it, just as there's up and down and black and white and left and right and east and west, there has to be good and evil. You can't have one without the other. Balance, just like in my religion, we believe balance. You know, you can't have hate without love, pain without pleasure, happiness without sorrow. It's all about balance. And Satan in ancient Hebrew means adversary. That's all it means adversary. Right. And if you look at some of the, the other ancient religions, one of my favorites is Zoroastrianism. Not familiar. Oh, uh, the you need to look it up. It predates Jude- Judaic religions. Um, it was actually there's there's a debate on as to who came up with the monotheism first. Ooh. Was it the Hebrews or was it the Zoroastrians? But huh. Zoroastrians believe that there is the go- the god of light <coughs> is Ahura Mazda. And the god of matter, which is everything that is, is tangible, is bad. The the evil god is Angra Manu. And they're always constantly in a fight for your soul. So it's still kind of the same idea of like Christ and the devil, you know, be righteous or fall to temptation. Yes. And your soul is your the way uh, you get into heaven or hell is your if you have a you have to walk this ravine. Okay, and hell is below you. Heaven's on the other side. If you are heavy with the weight of your sins, you will fall. If you are light in your heart with goodness, you will ascend to heaven. Well, I'm a big bitch. It's your sins, not your weight. My sins, my, my sins are my weight. And not so much your sins is your guilt. I've done a lot of guilty eating. <laughs> But the ancient Egyptians, the weighing of the heart, your heart had to be lighter than a feather. Yeah. Ouch. I like the Egyptian uh, backstories and their history. I always have. Yeah. I would have fucked a pharaoh. Um, what? Why would you say that? but let's see we've discussed the virgin mary whom i don't believe was a virgin for very long (laughs) we've discussed mary magdalene who was not a whore she was a strong independent woman yes she was who was a leader uh and we've talked about judas but let's go back to the leadership of women. There was leadership in the early church. 
Which now I, I there's just, not. Sorry. Which I never understood why uh, it, it, the leadership of women suddenly became invalid. Because it really, there was no solid reason. Solid um, logical reason as to why women cannot lead the church. Exactly. Because I mean, if okay, if I was a Christian, it was a woman who birthed Christ. So would I? Would it not make more sense for me to listen to a woman? Would that not... a man? Exactly. Like, and would it not make more sense to listen to a woman because women are would then be seen as closer to God? Yes, I agree. It's these small penis men. I'm telling you. Yes, it is. Men have more bulk. They have more brawn over a woman. A woman has more soul. Has mm-hmm. more brain. Has more... We are... We are more intuitive... We are more connected to the things around us and to nature because we are more of a part of nature by us being the birth givers and men uh-huh. are <laughs> part jealous. that long pause. I know. They they have been jealous of of us for centuries. So that's why they try to keep us at our place. And the way the Roman church tried to keep us in our place was by painting Mary is the meek the Virgin Mary is a perpetual virgin who was meek and mild and just did what she was told as just a vessel and that was all. And Mary Magdalene is a whore. There was no in-between. But say if you're submissive and you are obedient and you are and you are close to God, if you are a woman with free will, then you are a whore. Exactly. I'd rather be a whore. <laughs> On that note, I would like to thank Dakota Moon for his presence oh, yet again. You. And this is Amanda Delianu on the Sacred Infra Profane, and we are signing off. Bye. Bye.